Welcome to Behind the Sport. This is season two, and this is episode number one. Numero uno. Numero uno. It's actually technically 31, but we're going to just start again at one so we don't forget. Um, Brent's joining again from Lux Performance. We are actually, look, there we go, hello, in the same studio. We're not holding hands or doing any of that. COVID um, safe. COVID safe, yes, we are actually distance, even though the camera doesn't show up, but I promise you are. Uh, we are actually in the studio this year because we can be in a studio, which is fantastic. No more Mr. Potato Head web camera from uh, that guy. Um Brent, so anyway, uh, we have some fantastic guests lined up, um, we have some fantastic locals, interstate people, uh, we're still hassling out the internationals. Got a few um, internationals, yeah. We... But you know, we've got a couple on the list who said last year they were, they were interested. Um, we've had a few people that said they wanted to come back, um, a few people that you know keep demanding we let them back. Um, and hang on, what? Hey, fellas, what's oh, going on? Shit. Okay. Security. Security. Um, <laughs> and this guy just crashes the studio, so, um. Look at the wind brewing. Holy Not shit. Much. Yeah, the Freo doctor's <laughs> delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Is that um, the boys? Uh, yeah, well, we were going to be doing an episode. We've got a lovely young gentleman lined up as our first guest. Mm. But you've just barged your way in front. Margie so, Bargy. Margie Bargy. Right. <laughs> Is that a nickname from the paddock? Uh, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Now, you were in our first season, and um, I think that was from your mum's house, wasn't it? No, it's, uh, no, no, it was, it was someone else's house at the time. Oh, okay, it's someone else's mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was actually, our next guest mum. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, no, it was a beautiful. Um, it was a beautiful backdrop. I think it was some sort of curtain or something. Yeah, it was a white curtain. Yeah. The time. yeah. And now you've got a black curtain on the... behind you. Oh, it's beautiful. BLM. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, a few things. And, but now you're here. I don't need to wear this hat. Like, we can just, like, throw it out. Oh, and, you know, no one needs that hat anymore. No, we'll just, nice. um, you know, if <clears throat> if anyone wants to sponsor us or, you know. I like that. Yeah. Because oh, well, yeah. you're the monster. Yeah, yeah. We just want the monster to turn up and give out some more uh, guava monsters. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, Dangerous. shameless sponsorship, please. <laughs> this goes in like the sponsorship prop <laughs> yeah. video. Yeah. <laughs> Free endorsements? Can you at least like back pay me a little bit? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Where do I send the invoice? Look, we did. I mean, the uh, media stuff that I do. We actually did some work for Monster last year, so that was pretty cool. cool. But um, and uh, one of your besties was uh, actually involved with that. Um, Chaz Mostert. Oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He made a little uh, appearance in the. No, sorry, not Chaz. It was Cam. Cam Waters. Cam Waters. So what you're saying is their sponsorship's not working currently because you couldn't remember who it was that was actually with Monster, therefore they need you. Yes. Remember you. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Ones already. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hundred dollars. Thanks for that. Yeah. No worries. (laughs) Consultancy fee. Yeah. (laughs) I think. um, Yeah. Look, we we made this awesome video, and then in the middle was this lovely monosymbolic. Amp up video from their sponsored driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I it was, like that. It was a nice, polite way of saying it. <laughs> I like that. That was done very, very well. <laughs> but anyway, it shouldn't be on him. Like, anyway. He's a good lad. What have you been up to? Not much. Might as well do an episode with you while we're here since you're just going to crash anyway. Yeah. Well, the mean, other person can just wait. Yeah, look, I mean. That's fair. I mean, I would do the same if I was you too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Might as well need to have some credibility to this, uh, this podcast. <laughs> what have I been doing? Uh, not much. I've been losing golf balls. Um, and pants, apparently. And, <laughs> and tops and everything. Okay, ladies and guys, you know, like, you want to see Marge's yeah, bum? <laughs> just go follow his Instagram. Once a month, there's at least one shot of it bare... Playing golf. It's beautiful. Buns uh, out, sun's out. Sun's, buns out. out. Yeah, yeah. sun's out, buns out. Peachy, fuzzy. Yeah. 
Yep. I didn't look quite zoom that much in. But oh, I mean, yeah. I'm going to an iPhone. It only zooms in so far, but because I'm so old, I've got it sit on large scale anyway. Oh, okay. so, you know. <laughs> Fair oh, mate, you didn't need to scroll in to make the arse look wider these days. That's a lucky gym and beer for you right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, yeah, honestly, like, um, obviously, since I stopped racing, you know, kind of, you know, and taking up most of my time, I, I had to, you have to find something else because, like, when you're that dedicated or that involved or, or you know motorsport obviously consumed me for, for so long had to try to find something else to dive myself into so Audubon Morley was the logical conclusion and then I had to find another hobby my, my best mate um, he's off he was offered to he's blown out to five probably because he's trying to learn from me um, but uh, yeah I started taking up golf because it's really really like the most relaxing way to become really frustrated. Okay. And um, oh, it explains <laughs> Andrew Stevens' mood all the time. Cheap, cheap, the cheaper than a race car. Seats over there, Do you think maybe the booze because you took over their spot on episode yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. probably because I kicked him out of the seat. <laughs> Not the first time I've done that in the past ten years in motorsport. Hang on, let's um, <laughs> let's see though. We've got, we've got this camera on set just because, you know, I haven't finished cleaning up around here. Mm. We'll, just see, we'll just see, like, who our first guest was supposed to be. So, yeah, Mr. Sponsorship and Corona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's when the virus started. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look, it's, uh, there's Tom Hammonds over there, and uh, yeah, he was supposed to be the first guest. Yeah. But, um, no, he's now enjoying Corona, the drink. Yeah. Um, right yeah. Anyway. He's Corona and I'm apparently I'm Big I'm feral. If you're feral, feral. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, brewing co. <laughs> so the last last time we spoke to you, you said yeah, you obviously Davis, the yeah, you're you're getting your head stuck into Auto One Morley and yeah, um, you know, like there's another sponsorship plug. You know, we're just naturally including it. I, I love it. I, I yeah. can't afford the invoicing. That's the only thing. When oh, okay. you invoice me, I can't afford it. So yeah, okay. To, yeah, oh, all right. We'll work something out. <laughs> um, but um, you know, you're saying you obviously you know, you're trying to do a bit more with it because you've sort of you've had it and mm. you know you hadn't had time to really get stuck into it. So, yeah. what have you been up to down there? <sighs> Look, honestly, I know it sounds really stupid. It just it never stops. Like as soon as you feel like you you're breaking through a barrier, like you just get heaped heap more work on. Um, you know, since since I got there, we've pretty much so well, I've been there for a while. But since I actually got full time eight till whatever it is that that day entails we've we've doubled the business in 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 size um to the point where i just i have no room for stock um the amount of stock we have to carry to satisfy everything um you know working on different areas of the business social media and and that side of things for me is kind of taken off with with clients and, and and stuff it just it's funny how when you've got more time you actually don't get any more time yep. you know my days are still getting filled and I thought oh I don't have to worry about sponsorship don't have to worry about the gym you know I can I can do whatever and, and but you just feel like okay now I can work on this yeah but all of a sudden your time just evaporates um feel your pain yeah like anyone <laughs> that, yeah. yeah so now look I must admit it's been rewarding you know we, we won through the year uh just now so what two three weeks ago which was really nice for Australia Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it just, it just never stops. So, funny enough, I'm, I'm getting a lot of satisfaction out of doing that as well. So it's like a new challenge in life, and there's so much applicable from the motorsport side of, you know, whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's, you know, determination, grit, actual business mentality. This actually transferred over to, and I think the whole motorsport bit, you know, in that previous chapter of my life. It's actually made me so much better at what I'm doing now. So it's really transferable. It's great. Um, I still get to supply a couple of teams here and there with with gear on the east coast, uh, a bit of motorsport stuff. So it's really nice, you know. Get a get a kind of keep the finger on the pulse in a couple yep. of areas. Chat to some people, and um, in all honesty, I'm just fortunate that, that that the business is going well because I could be sitting here complaining about the opposite, yeah. about having too much time and going broke while doing nothing. So um, no, I'm very very fortunate. So it's been good. It's been an interesting year. You uh, joined us down at Wanneroo Raceway for the Nightmasters this year. We yes. thrust you in front of the camera, you yes. know, without a couch, <laughs> and um, got got you to have a chat with um, a couple of the younger. You know, well, one was a young competitor, and yep. the other one was uh, a newer competitor um, in the XLs. And um, you know, the the feedback we got was, you know, obviously yeah, both of them love the time that you spent with them, and. Um, 
yeah, I think uh, one thing you didn't know is uh, we actually got in trouble from uh, Chase Hoy's team. Oh, right. Yeah, we spent too much time with him. Oh. And um, what happened is they uh, they pushed the car out. Uh, they, they, sorry, pushed it back into the pits too late. And so they didn't actually put the fuel cap on properly. Oh. Um, so I've suggested that in future that the team manager should come and tell us just to shut up and move. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, cause Especially because I don't shut up. Well, yeah, that too. But yeah. I think... Like, <laughs> Like when you're, you know, you're in, when you're in competing motorsport, you know, media is never number one. No. It's, you know, if they're in the way, they get out of the way. And, you know, so, so it was a good learning curve for the team anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, they are a young young team, you know, that are hoping to come big. But, yeah, yeah and then afterwards, and I said, well, no, we never got told to move. So we yeah. didn't. No. And then and they're like, oh, oh, okay, well, next time, like, come on, let us know. Yeah. So, but, you know, no, it was good. But Chase, um, we... we Chuck Chase in front of the camera down in Collie a few weeks ago and yep. um, had a bit of fun with him. And How damn um, funny was that? It was, yeah. yeah it was probably some have of the you seen that stuff. video? No. Oh, oh, man. No. Hilarious. We, we'll have to, we'll show it to you afterwards. Um, Good outtakes. Too. But, yeah, look, oh, it was just we all didn't, gags. It was all outtakes. It was all yeah. gags. Beautiful. You know, so we had him going up to Ch- Justin Chaffee and, you know, saying, oh, you know, here you're back out racing in the mm-hmm. Pro-Am series this year because I'm not racing, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, all this sort of stuff and, you know, um, the bowlies who um, you mm-hmm. know, have a bit of a bad reputation, a little one, um, for maybe not being the cleanest racers up there. Yep. Um, we we got them involved and um, uh, it was it was. Wasn't Brad? Was a young one. Yeah, Brock. Brock. Brockers. Yeah. Brock. Yeah. So Brock was there, um, and you know he joined in. He was. At, you know, we asked. He was the only one we asked beforehand. Yeah. Uh, everyone else was on the spot. They didn't know what we we're going to ask him, yeah. um, but we asked him. You know, because just in case he's having a bad day, um, do you want poor Chase to get punched in the face or something? <laughs> Not that I'm saying Brock would do that, yeah. but. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're having a bad day and someone comes up to you and says, "Oh, can you tell me where the steward's office is?" Um, you know, <laughs> good old style. <laughs> yeah, you like know, that. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, and then we visited the stewards a bit later on and asked the same question if, if um, you know, they mm. they agreed that um, Brock's answer was true. Yeah. Um, and the stewards disagreed. So, um, yeah, you'll have to see the video to. I'll be looking out. Where can I see this video? Uh, on the Behind the Sport. Actually, no, it's on Saloon Cars. Oh, I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't push them to Behind the Sport. It's actually Saloon Cars WA. Oh, there you go. So if you look up Saloon Cars WA on Facebook or YouTube. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And you know where to send your invoice for that plug, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right. We'll try so, and build as safe. many in as we can. Yeah. 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 So. Um, you're, you're sponsoring this episode, aren't you, Brent? Sure. Cool. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, so. And where do you get the safety? Which gear? car are you selling? Which <laughs> car are you selling? <laughs> no, I'm about to build another one. Yeah. Well, where'd you get the good sale? <laughs> <laughs> Can't read that from here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's good fun. But, um, yeah, look, it, it, and, you know, having you up there was, um, you know, the, yeah, the appreciation from all well, the races were like, you know, oh, holy shit, you know, like Adam's up here and, yeah. you know, like it was, and, you know, I think you seem to have a bit of a smile on your face, so. Oh, look, any time you're at a track, it doesn't matter whether you're spectating, driving, mentoring, talking crap in front of a camera or whatever, yeah. it's always a good day. <laughs> like, that was the first state-level event I think I'd been to since I... Yeah, I started racing on the national circuit. So since 2011, I'd never seen... Like the last Night Masters I was at, I won in a Porsche back in 2011. Like, I'd not yeah. been back. So it was actually really cool to kind of see, you know, the grassroots side of things. Everyone doing it because they love it. You know, I'm sure there's politics everywhere, right? So we, we all know about politics. But, like, just that raw, just racing, loving it, trying hard, got mum and dad... And going uh, racing for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, that kind of came through to the fore and, um, you know, the the passion that Chase, his old man and all that. Like, when you have a chat to them all, um, and and not not just those two, like, everyone I had a chat to that night, everyone was just so enthusiastic. Yeah. And sometimes in not not picking up motorsport, like, literally in AFL, when, when things become a job, you lose that little bit of flair in your eye, that, that passion. Um it's just actually really cool to actually see that. You know, yeah. I get customers walk in and we have a quick chat about, you know, the way their last weekend went or whatever. And, and you can say, oh, you know, I had a shit weekend, but, you know, going to go work on it, going to go do this, going to – and all of a sudden it's going to, going to, going to, and it's all yeah. – you can see the pep in their step again. And you don't you don't get that everywhere you go. So it's actually really awesome to be there and, and chat to people. And, 
Um, watched some good racing. There was some good racing that night too. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually really cool. Had a lot of fun. So yeah. it's good to good to. Hear. Well, it's not good to hear that they lost a fuel cap. But yeah. if Chase needs a fuel cap, I know where he can get one really, yeah. really cheap. And he goes to, <laughs> and he goes to school right across from he your does. shop as well. I learned that, and I still haven't seen him in the store. So it's uh, we'll have to um, we'll have to have a cha- chat to him. No, actually, we should ring him. Up, we should ring him up and get him on the show right now. Ooh, no and, um, Put him on the spot. I hope he's busy studying. You reckon? Where to get fuel caps? Where to get fuel caps? Yeah, what else? I lost a ra- I lost a race because I never fuel cap. I better know every place within the ten square mile radius of where to get a fuel cap. <laughs> Alternatively, could the petrol and we probably got the right guess that I kind of bumped off. Yeah. Could petrol be a fuel treatment? Uh, tire treatment. Sorry, could that could that work? Yeah. Is that what he was testing? Did it didn't work? No, no, because I think he ran out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Had no grip and no fuel, no go, no turn. Um, uh. Yeah, look, it's. Um, it, I went over to um, uh, Sydney Motorsport Park at the beginning of May. Finally, got out of the state to um, indulge in some motorsport. Yep. Um, On yeah. the way over, were you worried that you? When you got back, you'd have to go into quarantine. Yeah. Was that ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah so, too. so what? So what basically happened was, you know, um, with um, the Turn Seven Media stuff, I'll pay myself for that plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> 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 you, can, you, can this, you can have this one for free, Brent. <laughs> I like that. You do it behind the back, so yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, it's new. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good thing this is visual as well, you know, because... It people, keeps two wallets, just people, so you can take that one out of the other wallet. So like, yeah. <laughs> so I've got three piggy banks today. <laughs> it's a good thing this is also a visual episode, because yeah. the people that are listening on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, or Google Podcasts, mm. or iHeartRadio, um, will uh, probably be just listening going, what the hell's going on? So jump onto BehindTheSpot.net, and I'll also pay myself for that one, and... Um, Check out this episode in the visual sense, and you'll you'll sort of see what's going on. It's a hairdresser's dream. This episode, really, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) At least a nightmare. Um, But yeah, look. So, so with working between the clients, you know, we went okay, cool. Um, That race round was a week after the WA race round, so it was all organised. You know, cool. If I do get stuck, at least I've got. A few weeks before, you know, there was no race round in June. Yeah. Um, May. So no race yeah. round in May. Um, so that was all yeah, perfect. You know, if I do get stuck, you know, I've got somewhere I can quarantine at least. I don't have to go to a hotel. I can go quarantine somewhere privately. That's all good. Yeah. Um, Is that why there's a bed here? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, moving on, and um, the but then of course uh, WA entered into a COVID lockdown. Oh, yeah. The the week before I was due to fly out. Oh yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So they they bumped the race meet to the week that I was away, but have a fantastic team: um, DJ Lubshire, Scott, Macanda, Bridget Bell. Uh, Chris Mitchell and they basically just ran it, ran the day, um, yeah, which was great. Had no complaints from anyone, which was good. Um, so you just sound like Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, well, the team did a great job over here. You know, the car was uh, electrifying. It's, it's all about yeah. the team. Look, you could have been a professional. Since when has Lewis has ever thanked his team? Lewis has never thanked his team. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, that's a really bad... That's a yeah. really bad Any other driver yeah. in the paddock. Um, Everyone else yeah. except for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The team gave me a great car. No, yeah. They made it too easy to turn yeah. the brakes off. Yeah. No, so, he does yeah, say, he did team, say that. you can see it's not genuine. Yeah. 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 Oh, the, yeah, the round before where it's just like, oh, we've, the team's got a lot of lessons in there. Like, no... No. Anyway, we won't start anyway, on yeah. ranting on Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah they got to learn to where to put the brake magic uh, stick because you yeah, know, I, I flicked it for the first time ever yeah. in my life. And, and then he blamed um, yeah. um, Perez, I think, as well. Yeah, for moving. Yeah, for yeah. moving. How dare you defend yeah, dare yourself? You. Dare you. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Sir Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Sir Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> oh, Doesn't even God. live in London or pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare someone else like move into another bit of the racetrack that they were entitled to? Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, yes. Anyway, so, so yes, yeah, so I've got a great team. <laughs> um, and so, yes, yeah, so they they ran it all. I went over there. Um, 
two days or the day before I flew out, they changed the rules and said, like, WA doesn't... Because basically, if I went over there, I was going to have to quarantine exactly whatever WA was doing, which was yeah. seven days. So I was like, well, if I still get on the plane, I'm still going to have to now go quarantine seven days. Um, luckily, Qantas um, is doing that whole, you know, you can change your flights yeah. up until departure without any penalties. So yeah. I was like, okay, just wait, wait, wait. And then they announced, no, you know, no more quarantine for WA yep. um, to come into WA or, you know, whatever. So they lifted all the lockdown and quarantine for WA. New South Wales followed suit. Yep. Um, bang on that plane. Um, most surreal feeling getting off that plane and, you know, there's just this, you know, police there. Um, in Perth or in no, Sydney? No, in Sydney. There's really? police there, security um, and people with masks and gowns and stuff on. And, you know, like, you're standing there and you're like, I'm, I'm not the world's smallest fella, so I'm already starting to sweat from just standing there. And, you know, like, and I'm going off, like, I'm going to just be breaking up a temperature and then they're going to have to explain and, you know, like, surely you can look at me and go, well, he's fat, so, you know. Um, but then I get up there and I forgot to fill out a form before I left. Oh, but you can... Oh, you can go stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. the good to go I had... I hadn't done the New South Wales Into one. Into there, yep. yeah. My plan was I was going to do it on the way over, but then I ended up doing work on the plane. Mm. Um, so one and a half metre social distancing, you know, don't get close to too, uh, too many other people, etc. Don't share stuff. Did you have a passenger right next to you on the flight, though? Uh, no, I had a gap. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Okay. Um, but we all got pushed into this little corner... And we're handing pens between each other <laughs> to fill out our forms to say we hadn't been near anyone with COVID. <laughs> like, it was a bit dumb. Like it was, it was just a bit like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm hearing you. I got off the plane from from Adelaide. <laughs> rock up. They say get your G to G ready. So yep. I got my phone open because there's a big banner there that says get your G to G ready for you know them to scan it. My hands are full. I got my helmet. I got my, my briefcase. Got all that. There's a guy at the, the gate squirting um, uh, hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Glad I finished that same, sentence. Same, same. <laughs> yeah. And he's just torn in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so he's squirting hand sanitizer. And I, I just was like, oh, no, I don't need some. I'm okay. Don't, don't stress. He's like, no, no, you have to. Yeah. I was like, oh, right, okay. Because COVID only exists in my hands. But anyway, okay, yeah, yeah, no worries. So I literally had to put my phone back in the thing. No problems. Squared it out. I'm like, okay, well, this hand's full, so okay, I'm, you know, doing that. He said, no, both hands. I'm like, okay. Quickly wipe it on there. He said, better, yep, no problems. And they put the thermometer to your head, and I'm going, oh, okay, yep, no worries. Got through that. Get up to the, the bit where they check your GDG, and they're you ever ready. Did you not see something? I'm like, oh, do I have a story for you? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, man. Anyway, yeah. they did that, and it's all good, but it's just such a surreal feeling. Like, yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's just. Well, WA has that whole, like, the police build, like, yep. builds a little temporary, like, barricade thing with plastic in front. And yeah, because I'd never, so I've not flown since I stopped racing uh, in Super 2, right? Yeah. So we, I was there with a, another guy called Nick Middick, um, and we, we were going from Perth to Adelaide, and we're at the airport, and we're going onto the gate that, ironically, we actually came off of uh, when we landed, and there's police everywhere, and we're going, oh, my God. What's going on? There's like <laughs> nine or ten police saying, my God, yeah. uh, they're, they're getting statements because people sat down and they're writing down pen and paper. I'm going, oh, my God, they're getting statements. What, what happened on that flight? Like, <laughs> that's a really entertaining flight. I want to be on that flight. <laughs> Can I take my statement? Um, and then not until we actually came back and back uh, from, from Adelaide to Perth did we realised what actually was because yeah. I, I had no thing. You go to Adelaide, no problems. Yeah, just scan, boop, done, walk yeah. off. Yeah. Well, New South Wales, you know, they put a little sticker on you. So you walk through, no, 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 just like an orange sticker. And so I like walking through the like air. Like a rad safe sticker. Well, yeah. I don't know what I want. I mean, I, I mean, obviously it's to say you've been checked, but at the same time, like, okay, but like you're sort of walking through and like people sort of sidestepping you at the same time, you know, it's like, it's, yeah, right. it's like yeah, okay, what, what does this sticker actually mean? But no one actually checks it after that. Like, that's really? it. Like you just walk around the airport, you know, as long as you keep your mask on, you know, and then as soon as you're out the front door, take your mask off and you're all good. Wow. And like even jumping into the into like the, the Uber, I got an Uber from Sydney Airport to Eastern Creek. Best one hundred and seventy bucks I've ever spent. Peak hour traffic on a weeknight. <laughs> Best ever one hundred and seventy bucks I've spent. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Far out. 
I tell you, I would not want to drive in that traffic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sydney traffic. That's next level. <laughs> yeah. So for all you Sydney siders watching, yeah, it's, it's it's okay. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah driving in Sydney at peak hour. Yeah, like, no. coming from Perth anyway. Yeah, no, pass, pass. But um, yeah, like, and again, like, I didn't even question like the sticker. I took the sticker off and mm. uh, rocked up to the um, hotel. Oh, do you know? Yeah, are you supposed to be quarantining? I'm like, no, no. Apparently, it's all good. Okay, cool. No worries. Off you go. Um, yeah, I'm quarantining. And then, hotel. and then we went to, we went to, well, I say, I got to the racetrack the next day. And, you know, again, COVID, expecting so a lot of social distancing and stuff. Um, and I'm sorry, Michael, if you're listening to this, because I know you do listen to some of these episodes. Um, they had this little room for the media. They had desks set up. There was about 40 spots set up, all on, like, basically right next to each other, and they were expecting 70 media people in this little room. Oh, Beautiful. Socially distancing. Social distancing, yeah. Yep. I like that. It was it was just again coming from WA yeah. where we've been so pushed and mm. beaten into us like, you know, even now, you know, suppose it's still social distance where you can mm. and, you know, like all this sort of stuff. To go to New South Wales these race meet and yeah. you know, like just it's completely different. You yeah. know. If someone coughed over there, no one even batted an eyelid, you know. Over here someone coughs. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and everyone just looks. <laughs> yeah. Dinner plates over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and it was amazing, like yeah. just to see that difference. And you know, I was wandering around the pa- uh, the paddock and um, bumped into Nick Perkat, and you know, yeah, he got me an absolute beauty. And were you got, not? Were you not looking where you're walking? No, no, no. You bumped, bumped into us. Oh, well, you walk into over and yeah, you know. Well, he's a little. He's a, I mean, he's a, he's a tiny fella. You know, he is a little guy. And you're a big guy. Yeah, he's a he's tallish, but you know. All right, Mr. Potato Head. And uh, you know, and and yeah, but you know, I saw him. Okay, let's all right. I saw him, and he saw me. There was no like you know love hearts or anything like that. Oh, so you didn't just look at each other across the room. No, and like oh, that's good. Um, I just. Instead, and, yeah, just straight in there. You know. <laughs> well, I, yeah, said good day to him. Yep, and he and he just straight away. He goes, "Oh, hey, how you going?" I didn't think about letting you people out of your state. Oh, you just straight up, you people out of your state, <laughs> out of your state. Isolate him in WA. <laughs> just like, I was just like, good to see you too, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I've come all the way to Sydney Motorsport Park just to get roasted by Nick Perkett. Yeah, right. Who was our episode six guest last year? Yeah, right. Good memory. Yeah. I watched that one yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Can't remember it because I'm getting old, but. Yeah. yeah. No, it happens but to the best. It was really good, actually, because <laughs> uh, you asked him about flappy paddles. Did we do that on yeah, air or did we yeah, do that no, off air? Oh, I can't remember. No, I think we did some on air and then we, we went for a rant air, afterwards. And then, yeah, we had a big rant afterwards. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's funny, you know, like you get to Speed Cafe and everyone else going, exclusive, Nick Perkat doesn't like flappy paddles. And it's like. Yeah, he said this last year. Like, do you want the recording or, you know? <laughs> oh, he's just yeah. so exclusive because everybody thinks much the same. Yeah, yeah it's really well, it's such a unique thing. I don't know. I don't know if the the, the, the phase three or the gen three is going to be the answer to our woes in supercars. I think. I don't know. Maybe just sell out and make it a GT four. Gives people what they want. Production based. It's a hard one. The problem yeah. is there's no right answer until it's done. Yeah. And then you look back, like like the car of the future, much the same, meant to be cheaper, you know, made all the same noises before it kind of occurred and then it just didn't happen. Yeah. It's And it's a really hard one. And I don't – you know what? I don't envy the people um, – sorry. <laughs> Selfie. Sorry, we're just doing our mid episode. Mid episode selfie. <laughs> um, we do it every episode, but yeah. usually it's like there's a computer. Like, did you do it last time? I what did you do last time? Did you do it? Yeah, just the screenshot. Just the screenshot. Oh, yeah. screen record. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, I didn't. I took a photo. I was like, held it up, and and you saw the screen yeah, in the like, background, and yeah, I did the whole thing like that. Oh, no. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't envy the people actually making decisions because it's it's, it's actually really hard. It's no different to the prime minister in COVID or yeah. you know the the premier. In COVID. It's actually really really hard because you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You're damned because of costs and all that with over revving engines and stuff. But you're damned if you go the the, the flippy paddles. Yeah. But then at yeah. the same time, if it's a gear stick, honestly, it's much much the same. Instead of going like that, you're going like that. Yeah. You know, you're not actually fighting things and then you have shunts like Tim Slade at Bathurst if you don't do it. But and people love crashes as well. It costs more to the team. So you've got these two um, bases to appease and they're a dichotomy. They're, they're totally separate. And that's that's the hardest thing. I really don't envy I don't envy anyone actually making a decision on it. The only thing I would say is I, I'm totally against flippy paddles too because, um, you know, and Paul Morris actually did say this really well with how you drive a car on the nose with gear changes and actually showed, you know, depress the clutch, look at the behaviour of the car, all of that. He actually did a really good little... Yeah, they did that right up with the little 86 yeah. around the little track there. Exactly, yeah, and really, how really you can cool. yaw the car in on the gears, all of that. But then at the same time, I totally get the other side and the cost, and you look at it and go, yeah, it makes sense, but at the same time... It's hard to... Yeah, yeah. like for this whole Gen 3 thing, it's... it's a, there's so many customers involved in that yep. decision. So you get yep. media outlets making it relative, the manufacturers. Yep. Um, you go down the flappy pedal, similar one-make chassis route that yep. kind of is at the moment. It's nowhere near relatable to what is marketed. Correct. You know, so that's a driver you've got to consider. You've got the tried and true fans that want to see the Ford versus Holden battle, which yep. is no longer a... A part of the puzzle, but it still has. Saloon car racing. It's yep. still part of the uh, DNA of of the makeup of what is an Australian V8 touring car. Yeah, you know, supercar, car of the future, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then you got, well, do we make it more internationally relevant? Where you bring in the GT4, GT3, whatever. So then, the, an Australian team, a privateer team, a Gary Rogers could take a car to Sepang, take a yep. car wherever else. Yep. There's all those things. It's like whichever one you you don't make the decision of, you're ripping off the other one, and everyone's yeah. passionate about different. Different aspects. Yeah. And the problem is, is everybody's right, but in combination, when you cater to everything yeah. and you don't pick a direction and, and make that, that kind of true, yeah. then you get you appease everybody, but you don't absolutely do Probably it not the best example, but Bill Cosby said the key to failure is trying to please everyone. Mm. Yeah. Jack yeah. of all trades, master of none, yeah. for example. It's yeah. yeah, it's 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 um it's a really, really tough one. I just you know, I, the, the one that, that struck me home now, I'm, I was, when I grew up, and I've, I've still got, um, I've got a, 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 when Russell Ingle won his championship. So I was a massive Russell Ingle yeah. um, supporter when I was young. Um, got, uh, funny enough, I ended up racing for Matt Stone, but Matt Stone's own pit crew shirt signed by uh, Russell Ingle in a big frame. And, you anyway, know, big Russell Ingle fan. Grady's doing a wild card and all that. But then I read an article and he said, well, um, you know, if there were paddle shift maybe i'll come back because uh, you know it's a bit easier and i'm getting a bit older but as soon as you read that and you go oh that's cool russell is coming. yeah that would be awesome you go well is that really the best thing if we're actually making it easier lowering the bar is that the best thing and mm. the, you know just once again can you can you appease everybody no you definitely can't it's a really really hard thing to do i don't envy those guys we could talk about hours for that we should do a podcast session on that so um, I think I think the talk about flappy paddles has made your hair stand up a bit more. You're actually out of frame with the camera at the moment. Oh, am I? Yeah. The gel's too well, good. Well, I was going to say, we might just quickly um, adjust that camera. Um, Prepped up. Yeah, let's... So, is that better? So, no, no, we'll get you can to sit I, back I can, up. I can hide my face beyond the... No, no, you can, you can stand back up. Oh, can I? Sit back up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, stay comfy. A bit more. You got to account for the growth of Marge's hair during the episode. It's good gel. Yeah. Maybe I should play that. <laughs> Actually, in a couple of weeks' time, I've got to do it's just that. Not, it's definitely not brill cream. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, dear. That's brilliant. I've actually got so many stories about that, too. Brill cream? Or? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> now, so, now, speaking of stories, Yep. Um, while I was at... Or I'm probably on the way to Sydney Motorsport Park. I made a bit of a dick of myself and I messaged um, Cameron, I can never pronounce his last name. Vanderflogen. <laughs> yeah, okay, you said it. Um, <laughs> but, I, I, my interactions with him, I've never had any issues, so, you know. Um, but <laughs> it was, I made a bit of a dick of myself because I was like, oh, you know, they're going to get you out and do some stuff with you on track. And he's like, well, I'm not on the broadcast team this year. <laughs> So somewhere between 2000 and 2001, I completely missed the memo mm. that changed the whole broadcast team to... 
<laughs> Matt Nolte stitched me up that day. He knew what I had to do that day and still pressed on. Here's a beer. Here's a water. It's actually vodka. But hey, you can't taste it. You're that. <laughs> You're that over the limit anyway. So there we go. Vodka, 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 vodka. Oh, that was a bad night. From what I remember, <laughs> but that's very common. So yeah. yes, no, nah, Cam and I—that that's going to be that's going to be trouble. Yeah, I'll good. have to watch what I say occasionally. That's right. yeah. that's right. It'll be good. So we shouldn't do a Facebook Live for that one. No, <laughs> we need we need to edit it a lot of times. <laughs> We're going to record this, and you're going to be up to like four a.m. the day after the day after oh, that, yeah. cool. editing it. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. good. Awesome. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that one. That yeah, it'll be, be good fun. Good. <laughs> I like this <laughs> very much. Uh, I have to go hit out and see what breweries are around that will uh, maybe sponsor us for that day. Oh, absolutely. easy done. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, now you went to the Bend recently. Mm. What are you up to over there? Um, clinging on to some sort of relativity, actually, or relevance, um, I should say. Um, Welcome to behind the sport. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's, that's great. My last shot at fame. <laughs> um, no, I was, I, was, I was lucky enough, like I've, I've done a bit of work with Lexus and the Formula Company before, so um, really cool people to, to work with. I don't do too much of like the, the drive day type stuff, but um, working with Lexus is always a, a massive pleasure. So, yep. Done, uh, done a fair few events with them now. So literally, uh, they, they flew me over to do a, a, an experience amazing event for Lexus, um, which was which is really cool. So we pretty much got um, all their their kind of clients, put them into different cars so they can experience different cars, and, and at the same time, we we coach them and try to get the most out of them yep. in terms of how to get around a lap really quick and get to the limit. So the the other side of it is obviously if you've got an emergency brake or whatever, you know you've got confidence, this is what a car can do, yep. emergency arri- arises on the road, you can actually do whatever. Um, and that, that was really cool. And then they had a, an LFA there, which um, I don't normally get turned on by road cars at all. Like they, road cars for me aren't the, like I wouldn't do up my own car. Whatever. That's yeah. not my thing. Motorsport's my thing. Just Love a ceramic yeah, <laughs> oh, ceramic coating. <laughs> uh, sorry. Anyway, we're talking. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's a secret to us here, ladies and gentlemen. This LFA, all I could think about was just, man, it needs a ceramic coating here. I could put a bit of fireball docto on it. And <laughs> anyway, no, no. So this LFA was there, and um, uh, yeah, you know, one point one million dollar car now. Um, and and wow. I, got, yeah, just as I said, n- normally road car doesn't you know get me going, but I, I jumped in this thing thinking, oh yeah, you know, we'll go for a bit of a pound. And uh, five customers in each session got a got a hot lap with me in the LFA. Um, and uh, I jumped in this thing, did a did a couple of laps to warm up the brakes and stuff. And that's when I knew I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of serious. I got to warm up brakes. It's not just a average, mm. you know, Rex STI type thing, you know. Um, Jumped in it, and this thing actually, and it's the first time it's done it ever, brought a smile from ear to ear, and I was just absolutely loving this thing. And normally on a hot lap, you do like 80%, like you just, you know, because 80 lap, 80% for, for, for you is like 140% for a punter. I was like, nah, I'm doing 110% every single lap. <laughs> Traction control off, turned all the aids off, and I was just hanging this thing out sideways. Sorry, Lexus. Absolutely <laughs> on the – if it had rack stops, it would be on the rack stops. Just – Absolutely strapped everywhere and just had so much fun and the bend was amazing. Never been there before. Um, and it was the first time in a really long time I just genuinely had so much fun actually steering a car. And it was just it, – it reminded me of why I love cars again. I came out of that, called my dad, said, Dad, I had the most amazing day. Got to, you know, teach people about, you know, Lexus and all of that. Drove this LFA, you know, smile from ear to ear, all this bit. And then at the last minute I got thrown up. And I got to interview Alan Jones. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I've met him. And I'm like, oh, of course he had to one-up me. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, right. Typical Dad. But no, no look, he, he actually, funny so, enough. So any auto one uh, um, Lager customers, just go to Morley instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to one-up him. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, you did get store of the year, so that, yes. that's a big one-up. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how much I actually paid for that award, but so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like, it's like gold plate awards. Yes. You know, like, oh, sorry, the gold plates are just not paid for or whatever, but, you know, mm. honestly, yeah, <coughs> bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, whatever. If you've got to pay to win an award, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
But no, I had a, had a good amount well, of fun. Brent, we've got some awards to buy this year. I mean, to win this year. Yeah, good. What yeah. are we winning? Don't know yet. Best podcast of the year. Yeah. Sponsored by Auto and Morley. <laughs> 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 Biggest stitch up moment. Sponsored by Pomtech Motorsport. <laughs> yeah, I'm up for that. He's up for it. <laughs> and um, then the award, award for that one's going to be some knitted doilies for Hitrace. <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, really, really had fun. Um, yeah, spent cool. good 40 minutes with AJ and just talked about the state of F1 and, yeah. um, you know, he almost signed for Ferrari and, like, all this stuff. And I'm just sitting there going, man, I've watched you on TV. Like, I had a fanboy moment. I don't really yeah. fanboy. It was actually really cool. And um, later that night, went out on the town. I, I had a 5 a.m. flight or 6 a.m. flight from Adelaide, so I couldn't get get out on the town. But found these little scooters that, like, are like you know, Razor scooters? Yeah. Yeah, literally, like, kick off like that. It's, it's an electric scooter. You get the app, you go, beep, yep. sign in. And I spent an hour and 47 minutes trying to find dinner that night. Because I went three laps around Adelaide and kept going and going and going. That was the best $18 I've ever spent in my life. Anyway, we're like, oh, geez, it's getting a bit late. What's open now? <laughs> grilled. Okay. <laughs> in for grilled. So, no, no, I had a lot of fun in Adelaide. I, uh, I, wasn't, uh, I didn't really want to get on a flight because I'm going to Margaret River in two days and I, I would have been in my quarantine period. And yeah. I've already paid for accommodation and all that. So I was a bit scared. Yeah. But honestly, so cool to be behind a car again. And, and something you, you kind of feel like you're good at because I'm crap at golf. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was nice actually going, ah, yeah, I'm on the limit here and doing this and flick it out sideways. And oh, it, was, it was a really nice feeling, a feeling I haven't had since the end of 2019. Got to ask, did Alan Jones wipe his hands before he shook your hand? <laughs> With what is the actual question? <laughs> Just lost her white. No, he didn't. No, no, okay. and we shared microphones too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Much like your pen story. Yeah, yeah. 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 We shared microphones because only one was working. Well, back, back at the two thousand and six, I think it was two thousand six Canadian Grand Prix. I've got a cracker photo of Alan Jones picking his nose. Oh, beautiful. And then shaking Daniel Ricciardo's hand straight after. Do you know how much that booger would be worth right now? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the one that I got from Adelaide. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, Actually, I saw that pop up on Facebook. Yeah, it was today, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It was to the, today, 15 years ago or whatever it was. So. Wowee. Yeah. It was um, 2006, no, 2016, five years ago. Whatever. I can't remember when it was. Yeah. 2015. Six years ago, 2015. Right. Yeah. I like that. So and uh, yeah, got a lovely photo. I seen this in the stands. Now any Formula One fan knows, you know, like Nicky Nicky Nowder. I haven't even had a drink. <laughs> I haven't even had a drink. This is bad. Nicky Louder, may you rest in peace. <laughs> um, always had a hat on after he had his accident. Yeah, many years ago, and it became a signature thing. Yep, and um, and it was quite a. It was a one of these days in in Montreal that's much like Melbourne weather. It goes hot, cold, hot, cold, rain, whatever. And um, it had gotten quite hot, and was, you know they were just doing the um, prep for the start of the race and everything. And he, he took his hat off to take his jumper off. And I tell you what, all you hear in the stands was just all these cameras going click, 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 click. And all these, damn it, I missed it, damn it, I missed it, damn it, I missed it. And I'm sitting there and I just went, oh, I got it. Oh. But i tell you what, it was just like being mobbed, you know, all these people like just going, oh, my God, Nicky Louder without his hat on. Like, it's like, okay, cool, there's the photo. Like, yeah, right. You know? And then it was, a, it was just, yeah, it was just one of those moments, you know, you get, get to yeah. see. But I don't know why we went on about Nicky Louder. Oh. No. It, it, it was the same race that... Alan Jones picked his nose and shook Daniel Ricciardo's hand. So. Oh, right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. The weird stuff that you guys, yeah. you guys pick up on. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> now, um, this potato is sitting next to it. I mean, sorry, Brent. Stop calling you a potato. Um, the, we had a bit of a chat earlier, mm -hmm. and you made some outrageous claims about Bathurst. And I want you to make those claims to Adam right now. And then Adam can respond what he thinks about your outrageous clown thoughts. Just sorry, that was very subtle. What do you think of them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, so, so everyone's different. That's what makes motorsport cool. Even if you're in the same mate category or whatever, everyone drives a car differently, likes different things. So for me, my bucket list track 
is still uh, the island and uh, Sydney Motorsport Park, as, as far as Australian tracks. That big long straight and that big corner to see if I got the nuts to carry that. That's that's what turns me on, and and I just openly said I'd prefer to go one of them, or I put my money towards going to one of them over going to it around at Bathurst. And the um, combined sedans, the tin tops category that I'd have to go to run Bathurst at, there's such carnage, so much red uh, red flag time, so much yellowed sections. Um, but I don't think I'd get the didn't time you say to really. Like get Bathurst wasn't really that great a track. Well, for me, it's like a <laughs> pinball machine over the top. It, it just doesn't turn me on the way as a, as a big flowing track does. Same for F1. I really don't like the, the street circuit because I don't think they produce the best out of the cars, the best out of the machinery. As um, in Australian F1 circuit in uh, the street circuit in Melbourne. Yeah, or well, any yeah. of the street circuits. Oh, full stop. You know, like um, I think a purpose-built track. With all the, the inherent safety built into it as well, but the ability to have corners that are built to get the most out of a car, mm. and you know Adam's response was about some of the stuff over the top that makes it so hard to drive. It's so rewarding. It's so well, he hasn't and, responded because we haven't spoke to him about yeah, it. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, he yeah. just crashed this episode. <laughs> Bloody rookies, I tell you. <laughs> so if if I just started agreeing, would that be the twist that we need to? Philip Island's the best. Bathurst is the worst. Um, <laughs> completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we're all laughing over. <laughs> Morley sucks. And Madrams it has been. Yeah, well, um, well there's yeah. one bit of truth there. <laughs> oh. Take it back. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, reaction of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, look, I mean, and, and honestly, the way you preface it, you know, everybody's slightly different in motorsport, obviously some more than, than the rest of us, um, with that view, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, no, but that's, that's actually, like, you're actually 100% right, what actually you know, everyone's got their favourite track so it was really funny, like, people would always ask me, what's my favourite track? And for me, always number one, Bathurst. Number two, Barbagello. And no one would ever understand why, no matter how much I pleaded or whatever, everyone goes... You're an idiot. But I love Barbagello. It's it's such an easy track that makes it hard. Everyone can get 80% of the way. It's very hard to get the last 20 and actually be the guy up top. Then, obviously, you've got the home crowd. I get to see my bed and all that. You put it together. And for me, that's my favourite. Yep. Obviously, for Mr. Potato, <laughs> I can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> uh, for Mr. Lux Performance. Um, we, you know, like Just obviously break. mid corner speed and feeling the car move under you at, at high speed obviously does it. For me, Bathurst was always such a challenge, and and, and we we're, were talking before anecdotally about you know how there was one time at V8 Utes, um, I actually was, uh, I think I was like fourth best in the first sector, I think I was seventh best in the last sector, and in the middle sector, it was my first time there, so you'd think all of a sudden, oh yeah, he's going to be in the top 10. I was like 22nd out of 32 in the middle sector. And it's all just confidence. And you actually fighting the first time you get there because obviously you don't know what to expect. And when the car gets there and you've got to push these boundaries, your body's saying do less, you know, be safe, break, whatever. But, you know, you come over Skyline and you're at the top of the mountain and all you can see is Bathurst right in the distance and it's just – it's awesome. You, you come down the, the over the Skyline – and the bit that you're, you down change and then you come over the curb on the left and over that curb you've got to get off your brake pedal. And that feeling of having to overcome your body to say, okay, I'm going to slow it down or down the hill and make the turn and all that, if you'd actually come off the brake pedal and put that pressure on the next application so you don't lock up in at the wall at 140, 150k an hour is really hard. And, and for me, just overcoming my own feelings and natural instincts is, is what did it for me. So... Um, but then you go to Phillip Island um, and, and you feel the car move around and, and Phillip Island is the most European spec track we have. When you actually go and race it, like, it's highly impressive. But if you don't have the car set up well, like every misdiagnosed setup, every bit of tail understeer, whatever, is amplified because of the speed you're doing. And then you, if you have an aero car, you know, aero wash and all this kind of stuff comes into it. Whereas at Bathurst, you can have a car... The car in the window will always obviously go the fastest, but you can have a guy that's done 30 years or 20 years at Bathurst, has the experience at Bathurst, rag a car slightly out the window just as good as a guy that's done a bit less in the window. Whereas at Phillip Island, you, you can't almost do that. You've got to get the car so good. Um, 
both are amazing tracks. For me, it's obviously Bathurst, but then I can also understand, like, you know, we rag on you for obviously yeah. saying, no, I'm going to do <laughs> Phillip Island, Eastern Creek. Well, I can, I, but people ragged on me for, ba- for Barbagello. And honestly, no one ever understands it because we've got Phillip Island, we've got Bathurst, we've got the bend, all these cool tracks. And I go, yeah, it's Barbagello with its 30-year-old surface chewing up your tyres before you get your outlap done and you don't get a good qualifying <laughs> lap. Um, you know, the, back in the day, of course, before it got resurfaced. Um, they're me. So you're right. It's, it's all about, you know, mm. what, what turns everyone on and, and that's what makes motorsport so good is the diversity in it and what you love out of a car. How's that? Yeah, I agree. Wanneroo's <laughs> certainly, uh, that's a wicked track to drive. Like that no-name or turn four into five, that float at the top, you get that right flat pallet. It's the coolest feeling in the world. And then you see your time pop up or your sector pop up and then you try that little bit too hard and you throw away a lap. Yeah, you, can sm- you can just... Yeah, it doesn't take much, whereas a longer track here can make that up. Yep. you got seven yeah, chances to get it right, yeah. and if you muck up one out of seven as a percentage, that's quite big. And you yeah. get penalised, especially we were talking about this before, going out of turn six and you, you don't carry the mid-corner speed, you don't get the car rotated, full throttle, whatever car you're doing, you carry that penalty up a hill, and because it's uphill, that one kilometre an hour difference on data just, it just yeah. it, it compounds. So you've mucked up one out of seven chances to do a lap time, and you don't get that chance back. Whereas if you go to Bathurst, I'm not – nah, Bathurst, go to Nordschleife. Mm. You know, you've got 100, 300 million, 97,862 <laughs> turns. You <laughs> can make that back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I think be, you're off by one. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Almost got there. Uh, I couldn't count, so I was pretty proud. I, okay. I threw numbers at the screen. And, That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, close. Race car driver. Yeah. Not yeah. smartest <laughs> at all in the shed. Um, but you can make it back up. If you muck one corner up or don't flow three Ks an hour through the mid corner, you can actually make that up. So it's it's, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Mm. I disagree, but I understand what you're saying. So, um, I, don't know if, I don't know if anyone cares, but I just got a nosebleed for the first time ever. Oh, really? And it wasn't from someone punching me in the face. Oh! Yeah. You're in the bathroom like for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it a nosebleed. Loss is a horrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I turned it on to record that. Blood <laughs> 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 oh. pressure medication is a crazy thing. <laughs> well, look... Um, we don't want to keep our next guest waiting any longer. <laughs> sorry, our first guest. I should sorry. <laughs> Look, um, yeah, it's your. It's obviously like out of all this, you know, you are going to come join us for a few episodes this season, yep. um, which will be fantastic. Um, and we have a plan. We've got this lovely monitor, which no one can see. Actually, they can see. With the power of technology. With the power of a, another camera. Show us your nose, please. <laughs> 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 and um, this, this really brought to you by the letter P. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a nice little monitor there, and uh, we're actually going to be able to get some uh, guests um, to dial in and have a chat with us. Sorry, I just saw this coaster, the Nugget Project. It's yes. got a Hyundai Excel. Yes. Mm. It's, it's the same colour as that lovely logo we just saw then. Yes. What is what is the Nugget Project? Uh, the, sorry. Yeah. Quiet from the gallery. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> the no, Matty, um, just a, a dude over east that decided um, he got to a point in his life where he wanted to build a race car. And um, he's a media guy by background, like a professional photographer. Um, and then so he's just been documenting his journey. I got on with him and he's a pretty sweet dude. Killer. Yeah, just an amateur racer, you know. He's, he's um, And he's documented the whole step of the way and for most people that don't have access to, to workshops or professionals you, you watch his videos you can pretty much build a build a fairly decent cup car you know he's his old man was a um a, a honda engineer i think it's honda he might kill me if i got this wrong in the, in the motorbike racing heydays yep. um so yeah you know he's just just a sweet good dude that's awesome yeah i love those stories that's good we should yeah. feature him no we, well I, I have him on my list oh. i haven't asked him yet but i'm sure he'll say yes I like that. No pressure. I don't know if we can throw a spoiler in here, but we're trying to get him over for the... Uh... No, we shouldn't, shouldn't yeah. throw a spoiler. No. Okay, yeah. yeah. No spoilers. For a no show spoilers. car event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for a... Yeah, for Demonstration. A, yeah. The Nugget Nationals, we're going to bring them to WA. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a gold rush. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so as I say, we'll be able to get, get some dial-in people to ask you some questions and 
Yeah. Yeah, we won't do that live, but... Um, no, that's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Like the Cam and Me episode. Yeah, yeah no, the, Cam, the, the, the Marge After Dark specials will... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave those for... Yeah, we definitely won't do any lives for that one. No, <laughs> we, do some, we can do some live ones from the fairway. Ooh. Yeah. As long as he promises to keep his pants up. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, like views of views. <laughs> we could start behind the sport only fans. Yeah. Oh, like, with yeah. a race driver that actually has talent. Yeah, well, it's, we got. Yeah, yeah Tom's, Tom's, Tom's mustache would be uh, fine, you know, like Dirty Sanchez over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, on that note, let's finish this up because, uh, yeah, we do need to actually get our proper guest on. Mm. Um, now that we've wasted an hour of your time with episode one mm. with the guest that wasn't supposed to be here. Um, but crash the party. Thank you very much, Adam. Pleasure. Uh, we will see you again later on in the season for some After Marge After Dark specials. I like that. I like that very much. After Marge specials. After After Marge specials. That's Tom. <laughs> oh, jeez. I love it. And by yeah. the way, don't worry. I've kept the seat warm and, and slightly wet, so don't, don't worry too much. <laughs> it's just trying not to bleed all over it, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, Behind the Sport, episode one of season two, Done and dusted.